everyone. It's Dr. Denise, and this is the Creative Mind series, which I have not. This is like, yay, we're going into summer, and this Creative Mind series is kicking off with Emily at Best. Emily, welcome. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my goodness. I'm so excited. So thank you for being here. And it's been a minute since we've done an interview. I think the last one we did was in December when you released your first song. And you've got lots of exciting things that have happened since then, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess that that was in, you said December. Yeah. Wow. That was a while ago. Um, Yeah. I finished my last semester at Berkeley. I've been working on new music. I graduated. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of just figuring out what's, what's next, but I'm happy to be gone with the flow and excited about everything that's happening. Thank you. So everyone, Emily is a multifaceted songwriter, musician, producer, engineer, and visual artist. And congratulations on your graduation. Thank you. I am so excited. Uh, The secret's out. I have known Emily since she was a teen here in Manhattan Beach, and I've seen her continue to evolve as an artist and as a human. And I'm really excited about this next chapter and any co-creations that we've started and that we're going to be doing together. Yes, me as well. Me as well. I thought it might be fun because I'm going to put a link to our first interview. If everyone can just an, understand a little bit about your vision as Emily at best and what you're doing with your integration of creativity. Yeah. Um, I think the first thing I'll say, um, a common like uh, thing that people say to me is like, oh, like Emily at her best. Um, but Emily at best is not supposed to mean that I am right now at my best. Um it's more of like in my best and my worst, I'm in myself at the end of the day. Um, but I'm constantly working, as we all are, to be the best version of myself. Um, and yeah, I, I've always written music and created art as a way to process my own emotions and communicate that to others and also just process the world around me. Um, and it is also my favorite thing to do is create um and yeah i'm i'm happy to be starting this as my career as well fantastic so i'm listening to your words as though this is my first time meeting you in this moment and when we think about the word creativity for all of us creativity is what gives us life what gives us joy and a lot of times artists whether it's music painting poetry it's a real incredible way to express emotions, a feeling state, the unseen energy of feelings and emotions and healing that then get transcribed into our art. And so I, I feel like your journey has been so unique and ours all are. So we covered this in the last interview, but can you give everyone a little bit of sort of if we were to do a window back into your elementary school years and what creativity looked like for you and how that integrated with emotional expression. Yeah. um, I started 
I started playing music when I was about eight. My first instrument was guitar and then piano. Um, and then right around the same time that I um, started playing piano, which was around 10, I also started writing music. Um, and also at this time in my life, there's a lot going on um, with my family. And I remember writing songs to, and I would play them for my parents. Um, and I, I don't know, I, when I was writing it, definitely, it didn't necessarily feel like a conscious thing. Like I, I was choosing the words I was writing super consciously. It just kind of flowed out. And I think it was a way for me to um, cope with everything that was going on. And I would sing them for my parents and try to communicate what I was feeling in that way, because it was too difficult to say just speaking to them. Um, Cause my parents were about to get a divorce and it was just a lot going on. Um, and then actually like 10 days after my parents told me they were getting a divorce, my dad passed away. So there was a lot going on. I was 11 at this time. Um, There's just a lot going on, but I, I'm really grateful to, have music and art as an outlet and it's really helped me through my healing process with all that and continues to help me um just better understand myself um and yeah i've I've been writing music since i was about 10 and it's still my favorite thing to do wow your level of authenticity and vulnerability and I'm here and I didn't realize this is the very first time in all my conversations of knowing you, I did not know that your parents were about to get a divorce and then he passed away. I did not know that those two things were in such close proximity and I'm actually appreciative of knowing, but I'm sending love to you at back that age. I know you were all here, you know, having our feelings now and we've processed them, but to share that's really powerful. And I want to say it's also when you, when I think about how you picked your name to be Emily at best and how you're defining it with the same vulnerability that we're all trying to be our best, our best version of ourselves in this moment of now, even if we're in crises, I think that's the, you know, linear language can't always encapsulate just like when we sing or when we draw or we write we get more of a multidimensional perspective. So I just want to say, I am like so honored to know you and also see your own um, self-love tour, just keep evolving and all your creativity. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay. So I'm super excited to have Emily because she's not only graduated, but we've been working together with co-creations that are going to be birthed, but the process, I've enjoyed the process. I think that's one thing I think maybe you and I can talk about sometimes when someone finishes a a song or finishes a show, you know, they're like, Oh, it's done. But I feel like it's been such an honor getting to know you. I feel like I've learned so much about um, your own style, your own processing, and also, that unseen energy. I want to just thank your father, um, Ronnie, because I feel like in the time in working with you and getting to know you, I feel like I've gotten to know that energy and I feel like it's very protective. So 
I know we're here in the earth realm and I believe that energy always exists, but I just want to thank not only you, but like the whole process of getting to know you. And I think your dad's been helping us. Yes, definitely. I, I feel him with me a lot. So we've got, you've got some songs that are songs that's going to be dropping that we're not supposed to really talk about too much in this show. <laughs> and I wanted to say, maybe we can go to one of the reasons why we're both so excited about the Ascension media space. And this shows not only to celebrate you, Emily, at best, you graduating, but you're stepping into so many new roles as a musician, but that we're kind of elevating and celebrating um, that you're going to be dun, da, 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 the creative Cre- developer <laughs> for Ascension Media. Yay! By the way, I was about to say it, and I love that you said it, because when we were trying to figure out what words to use, we wanted to keep them really open for all the possibilities, right? Yeah. And I love it. I love creative developer because it's like something that's an action item. And I feel like we're always in this moment. So it's like we see like a drawing and it might look still, but it's really got energy. And the creative, what I'm envisioning, maybe we can kind of have some fun today. We've been very fortunate to be working on some music. We're not even going to say the name of it, but some children's music. And can you tell everyone a little bit about what that was like recording in studio this spring? Yes. Yeah. I, I won't, I guess, go into super um, like in detail about what it is we did, but, and about the song, but I recorded, um, three of my friend Manea's students. Um, she's a music teacher and she teaches voice and piano lessons. Um, and for this project, this song that we're working on, um, with Ascension Media, we wanted it to be a children's song. And so I went to Manea and and asked if she had any students that she thought would be good and would enjoy recording um, on the song. And it was really cool to bring them into, we brought them into the Berkeley studios um, and Manea had taught her students the music beforehand. So they came in with a bit of prior knowledge, Um, but it was really cool because most of the students, or I think all of them um, had not recorded in a studio before. And so it was a, great experience for them to become more familiar with that environment. Um, and it, and they are professional studios. They're really nice. And, um, I had them test out different mics and see which ones they liked better for their voice. And it's just totally different than, you know, singing and practicing in a room versus, you know, trying to get the take. Um, and, you know, it was very low pressure. I told them that you have as many times as you need to do it. And we had a good time. And they really enjoyed the song and being a part of the experience. And their names will be in the credits is performers, which I think is the coolest part for them. Um, definitely. But, yeah, so it was a really great experience. So I feel like when we're looking at creativity and anyone, no matter if you're Emily or myself, and you're thinking about how to have fun and how to play. I feel like when we're around children and we look through things through their eyes, I feel like we learn so much about ourselves. So when you were there 
holding space and recording with them. What did it feel like for you? What was the energy? What was the excitement? Um, well, I was just really excited for them too, because they, it was a first time for them recording in the studio. And I remember my first time being in a studio, I was really nervous. And so I was almost like, I wasn't nervous for them in a way that I thought that they would, you know, mess up and there was no pressure, even if they did, but they all did amazing. Um, but I could kind of feel their, their nerves a bit. And so, but excited nerves, positive nerves. Um, and it was just really special because I, you know, I've been listening to the recordings that I did. I'm in the process of editing and finishing producing the song. Um, and it just hearing all of the different voices together on such a special piece of music, um, or such a special song itself, um, is really exciting and it's very, it's very moving. Well, I'm so appreciative of this starting together. I love the fact of the timing of you graduating from the Berkeley college of music and now the birthing of something that we've envisioned myself, you and Beverly Bergman in co-creation since fall of 2020. We have other songs we've done, but we're I feel like with creativity and I know you mentioned this in interview one with your very first song that's launched. Maybe we can revisit that because we that's not giving away new content. That as artists and as co-creators, there's times when we plant the seed of the idea of the intention. But it's kind of neat to see when things actually are birthed, right? And all the time it takes as a musician. Because I know with your very first song that you've released most days, you know, could you give us a little bit of the window of when you first thought of that song and how you were sitting on it and then when you released it? Because I feel like it's very similar to the the work you and I and Bev are doing together. Yeah, um, I initially wrote the song on just on my guitar in t- fall 2020. And that was definitely an interesting time. Um, I was doing Zoom music school which is, yes, as it sounds. Um. Oh, it doesn't sound good. Zoom. Yeah. Anything, by the way, I, I produced a really fun little short show during the pandemic called Another Zoom Bites the Dust, Emily. Because <laughs> I think we were all like all having like Zoom fatigue during the pandemic, right? Yes, yes. Um, but, but yeah, so the song was definitely in that same vein of just, I wrote it in my basement that had like no sunlight at all. Um, and I wasn't really in a good place when I wrote it, but the song is about um, kind of that you can feel grateful and, and have feelings of happiness and contentment with yourself and what's going on, but also feel really anxious and frustrated at the same time. And I think that a lot of those emotions are felt kind of in a jumble versus just one or the other. And so that's what that song is about. Um, and it took me, I, I, it took me two years to, um, I then brought it to my friend Liam Poplar and um, he produced it. And I recorded my friends, Jack and Joe and Jason um, playing instruments. So they're live instruments on the track. Um, 
But then the song was actually pretty much finished, um, fully produced, almost fully mixed um, for about a year. And then I went to Spain and I came back and I was just kind of, I was actually sitting in one of my classes in fall 2022. So last fall. Um, and I was like, oh, I, I really like this song and I want to release it. But it took me a while because I felt really vulnerable in the song. And part of that was that I was still feeling the same anxieties and um, uncertainty that as I was when I wrote the song. But it, you know, after I sat with it for a while, um, I saw it from a different perspective. And so, yeah, it was about two years since I initially wrote it and then before I actually released it. And then this, the last song that I released is called All Talk, which I um, wrote with my friend Mahima and she produced it. Um, and that one's more of a fun, fun song. Um, and so is this next one that I'm going to release. They're both written and produced with Mahima Joshi. Joshi is her artist name and producer name. Um, Hi, Joshi. We're going to have you on soon. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm really, I'm excited. I This music that I've written with her is definitely different from the music that I write and produce myself. Um, but it's it was really good to make because I, I think I can be kind of intense with the music that I make by myself. And it takes me a lot longer um, versus when like, I was writing with her she was like, no, I like that. That's good. Let's keep that and let's move on, um, which is a really good encouragement and energy to have when writing. Um, so, yeah, the All Talk and this next one is called Hold On To Me are much more lighthearted um, and fun tracks, which I'm excited to release the next one. Yeah. Fantastic. And I, you know, we have another song that we produced with Bev, you, myself, and Mahima Joshi did do the mixing for it. We, we need to revisit that. So I love this idea that things get birthed in their own divine time. And I was just listening to your words about emotions and your own awareness of your neuro style versus Joshi's and then how things actually come into kind of the manifestation, like the release of the song. And one of the things that I am really honored to have you step into the creative developer of Ascension Media. I'm going to start saying Ascension Media Love All Kind because the DBA, woot woot, officially for Ascension Media is Love All Kind. Mm-hmm. And I want to I want to do a deeper dive with you about that in a minute. But in the time that I've gotten to know you, we've had some rituals before we get together on a Zoom or we meet about how we sort of show up to a meeting And how we all, you, myself, and Bev would like express our feelings. And then it's like we come up with ideas and integration of what we want to do. And I feel like if you could comment on that, because to me, when I think of a creative developer, it's really integrating many forms of art, awareness, feeling states, and intuition. Yeah, definitely. And that's why I like the title too, because it's not really um putting the job title in a box because I, I think it is constantly just changing depending on what we're doing with ascension media love all kind um and yeah i because i am really excited to start doing some more visual art and i think 
with creative development too, it insinuates that, you know, there's a lot of ideas that are being developed, like creative ideas and concepts that, you know, any, any kind of concrete form of that, like music or song or illustrations, um, they come from the initial creative ideas. Um, and yeah, and we, and we definitely are, we work as a creative team. Um, and I'm really honored to help produce the more concrete content, like the song and the production of the song, um, which has been really exciting for me. So we will, I'm so honored because the time that it's taken, and I know that we're living at a different time in history. There's so much music and art genre integration. Cause I feel like that's where humanity's going, where you could have, you know, hip hop artists working with an indie artist working. And one thing that's really unique, and I'm really grateful that you and I know one another is we're from different generations. You know, Beverly um, is, you know, we're not going to go into the exact age, but she's got some decades on me. I have some decades on you. And I feel like we're like a multi-generational trio. And I feel like all of us carry a certain energy vibration. And so no matter what our age, chronological earth age, gender, sexuality, race, and even beingness, B-E-I-N-G-N, sentient beingness is such a gift. And so for me, working with you and working with Bev and working with all the people that we're going to be interviewing together and the different events that we want to do online and offline and ways I can give shout outs to Emily at best and your work. I feel like the love all kind for me, I want to really define that because for my intention, when I wrote that, this is like the idea of words, thoughts, and actions carrying a vibrational frequency. And then how do we come together as a creative interpretation team? And I want to give a shout out because I wrote this prayer that I'm not going to read the whole prayer. I'm going to probably put part of it in the um, show notes. But when I wrote Love All Kind, it was done August 18th, 2015. And I imagined all sentient beings in the universe beyond what the human mind could imagine. And I asked for collaboration of all different ages, backgrounds, scientists, doctors, musicians, athletes, parents, kids. And I wanted to attract that into different people I interviewed on the Dr. Denise show, but I saw it in a very universe way. And your vulnerability at the beginning of this show, sharing about your time as a child going through emotionally intense times, but then using those emotional states as creative opportunities to express your art, to me, that is why I'm so like honored to have you step into creative developer because it's like the humility of transmitting our feelings and also this awareness. I feel like you have a greater awareness about energy and that everything's energy. And that's what love all kind really is, that it's all about love and every sentient being in the universe has energy race, gender. And I feel like music, and I'm going to let you respond, I promise. I feel like the creative arts and music is its own absolute exquisite emotional 
medium that's so relatable to everyone. Yes, definitely. Um, I mean, music has been a, a means of communication forever. I mean, since human beings have walked the earth. Um, and I think that also with, you know, music, there's, it involves nonverbal communication, which is really beautiful. Um, and even just with different frequencies, your body and your mind responds differently. Um, and so, and I don't even, I, it's something, I mean, I will, I would like to continue learning about for the rest of my life. Um, so I don't really know too much about, you know, how mathematics, sacred mathematics and all of that plays into music, but I, I know that it is connected somehow. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's really, I, I think it's beautiful how people can be connected and communicate through music. I'm listening to you and I, besides creative developer, I envisioned us right when you were talking, the humility of your words about wanting to learn. And I'm there. I'm like a little kid. Like if you and I were to imagine, like if I could just clap my hands and go, Alexa, please give me a picture of a boat and we're on a journey. Emily at best and Dr. Denise are consciousness explorers. We're going to have different titles and different mediums and different happiness and different creativity. Emily, would you like to join me on our exploration? <laughs> so I think like this playful awareness of language states, feeling states, energy states, music states, creativity states that allow us to have more inner peace are like where I also feel like you and I have a real passion and our own viewpoints. And then when I sit with you and I sit with Bev and we talk about ideas, I want to thank you because we have two other songs. Like I said earlier in the show, that when you come here to LA, I want to look at those and figure out when those are going to get birth because there's so much reverence. Do you want to like describe a little bit about what the process of creation has been with, with Bev and I just that idea, because I feel like so many musicians and artists have these amazing bands or even the, the creative process. Oh no, let's save the creative process with you and Joshi for when I interview both of you, but can you comment on what it's like for you from a sensory perception when we've gotten together to have meetings and, and just how it's been going? Yeah. Um, it's been, it's definitely, it's been cool to be a part of a different process than and it's been a really good learning experience for me um, to have a different creative process than when I'm working by myself or even when I'm working with other musicians because um, it's like I, I'm translating all of these ideas, beautiful ideas and concepts um, that you and Beverly have. And Beverly, um, and you have gifted me with prose and, and, and words that I have then translated into songs and into music. And that's been a really cool creative process for me because I'd never done that before. Um, and I think that the way that we communicate with each other is more, because um, you, I don't think you've ever really given me like a very musical, like 
criteria for what the song should sound like. It's more speaking in means of energy and emotion um, and meaning, which is really been interesting for me to then take and translate into musical form. Right when you said that, I really heard your words and it felt like there's a term called tabla rasa, blank slate. And so when we show up in moments of now with one another, like we do when we've been doing things on Zoom or meeting in person, I've shared my my humble of this earth lifetime, my adult and child psychiatry, but my being a mother, being an intuitive and all these years of using certain words or phrases that help people reframe maybe a tough energy time and how do we show up in more inner peace? So a lot of my embrace your neuro style and beyond on staying sane, rocking a betrayal. And then we're going to come up with you and I will come up with a unique name for this series. It's a bit more than creative minds, which we'll enjoy doing that as we'll get to co-create more. But I like coming up with words, thoughts, and concepts that are very universal. And then people can put their own interpretation on it for their own awareness, healing, and self-love. And so I just want to express gratitude that I can share these concepts with you and Bev and that we're all giving each other creative freedom to express and enjoy the process. I feel like when you're enjoying the process, that's where all the magic happens with creation and so I'm, I'm like very honored. And I was so excited on May 13th when you graduated and then Bev was dancing on stage the same day. And I knew that your souls were just so happy that day, that unseen energy, when you work with a team of people or you, whether it's your family or a team that you're working on creatively, that there's an unseen energy exchange of excitement. There's a quantum unseen energy. So once we do projects together, or create music, or we're going to be doing events, all different things. There's this, there's this really sacred connection. And I feel like one of my, I'm putting my hand on my heart as I tell you this, and we will do video in the future coming up in the fall. You have such a level, Emily, of reverence and care for other humans. And it's very hopeful because I know you're at a different earth age than I am. And I feel like so much of what we're going to be doing together and we already are doing is almost like modeling the importance of reverence and feeling states and authenticity and vulnerability. I just want to thank you for the soul you are. I'm so, I know that you've gone through your own versions of crises and you lost your father and the trauma, but I feel like your ability to tap into the deeper emotions of humanity is like, it's really, um, I really don't have many more words than that. I'm really, I'm in admiration and in gratitude that I get to work with you and create with you. Well, thank you. I'm very grateful to work with you as well. So Ascension Media, Love All Kind, Emily at Best, Dr. Denise, Beverly's Got Love is the Legacy. We have some common themes and We've also, you and I, I had this idea, we can't say the name of the character in the children's book that that I came up with. And then I have to tell you, you immediately 
when I told you this is your drawing skills, the minute my words and the thoughts of what this character would do, can you say what it was like when you heard it and how you started to just draw it? Yeah, it was really, it was a really fun um, concept to me. And I, I mean, I've always, I, I'm honestly constantly kind of just doodling and drawing um, when I'm like doing anything really. And it's not because I'm not listening. This is how I was in, in school all the time. Um, I'm listening. I just, it actually helps me focus more. Um, but I just kind of, I wanted to get started. I had an idea pop in my head. Um, cause I thought it was such a cute idea, um, or concept for the character name that you had told me about. Um, and yeah, it was a really cute little character that I drew up and obviously there'll be a lot more versions of that. Um, but it was, I, I feel like there's a lot of, um, a lot of value in acting on something like right when you have an idea, like you know, writing down your dreams when you wake up or else you are talking about it at least or else they kind of leave your consciousness. Um, I think in that way too, that's how a lot of my ideas work. And I've been trying to be better about just writing it down or documenting it in some way before it leaves or, or changes in my mind. That's so important what you just said. And it's also right at the three, 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 three moment of recording. <laughs> I love it. I always pay attention to these things. You just described the unseen energy where we get inspired with our creative imagination. And my energy was so excited in that moment of co-creation with you. I was like describing it and this and that. And I wanted to make sure I was keeping you because we're working on different parts of this. We're calling them ascension experiences. And I wanted to give you an update, but then also have you co-create in real time when you have that excitement. And you just described the importance of being in that moment of now. Because for me, when we allow ourselves enough time to eat properly, exercise, get our sunshine, do good in the world, we have those intuitive hits that just come to mind, whether it's art or ideas or show taglines. So I just want to say this process of creating and co-creating for all of us is a gift and knowing how to capture the energy of the feeling state, because that's actually something I feel like you, myself and Bev, I, I'd like to make sure we include this part of creative development because it's sort of an infinity loop back to the beginning of the show. But Emily at best also means that there's times that are tough times and that you're just still doing your best don't you think that throughout the time since fall of 2020, when we opened up our own co-creation vortex, that we've taken some sacred cool pauses when one of us has had some emergencies or you were traveling? Can you comment on how we've also, as our Ascension team, the three of us have also taken pauses when we need to for mental health or for family issues, and we wanted to really show up in our best creative hat? Yes, definitely. I And I really appreciate that because I think that this is something in my life that unlike most other projects that I've been working on in the past couple years and, you know, you with your work and um, just everybody has other obligations where you kind of just, you have to push through regardless of what your mental health state is. 
Um, and that's okay. That's definitely a good skill to know how to do, but I appreciate that for this project that we work on, and I think it really goes hand in hand with everything that Ascension Media and Love All Kind stands for, um, is, you know, taking those pauses and taking time to regroup and decompress, um, is really important. And I think for me too, because the, the products that we're creating are not necessarily like about the products themselves. It's more about the energy behind it. And so I think that the way that we've invest our energy and the mental state that we're in when we're creating is really valuable for, yeah, for Ascension. You could not have said that more eloquently. And what I'm hearing, and this is for all of us being in this moment of what's my energy, what am I bringing to the table? I'm going to give a tangible other example. There's a place called Esalon in mid-California. Have you been there, Emily? Okay, maybe at some point we'll do a field trip there. Maybe we'll end up even doing an event there. So Esalen's been around since the 1950s. It's in Southern Cal, and it's a place of consciousness workshops, musicians, uh, things where you're really reaching your own self-actualization. It's where the ocean and the forest meet, and all of the food you eat there, it's all prepared from the land. And people, when they want to come and do like a one month there, if they're like maybe in between college or a different life transition, you can actually go there as an intern and live on the property, but you have to work and harvest the land. And I was told when I was there for one workshop, someone that was doing that, that they were supposed to come with a great attitude, not be sick, so that as they were planting the seeds for the food and the nutrition, that it was vibrating at the highest level of success. And I feel like that's been a model that we've taken because we all know that we go through a series of crisis, stabilization, and thrive moments. That's part of being human. We could even in one day have an exciting moment then a sad moment, or as you so eloquently said, a multiplicity of feelings all at once, gratitude plus loss. And so one of the biggest things behind the concepts that we're doing with Ascension Media, Love All Kind, and anything, the artwork, the time, the events on the community is to really show up authentically and be more aware, have that awareness. I think awareness is key to the vibe that you're bringing. And I feel like that feels so authentic. And I feel like when you're creating characters in a book, song lyrics that you want to live on, you know, in concepts when we're no longer here on earth, it's like, for me, it's like also I've been enjoying the process and not feeling like there's the word deadline, which even that just sounds so scary. I like that we've been doing time goals and doing it when we know it's going to be even like more magical than we could even put into words. Yes, definitely. And I, again, I, I really appreciate those cool pauses. Yes. Ooh. Hint, hint. More to come on the cool pauses, everyone. <laughs> okay, so I feel like this meeting is this excitement of Creative Mind series, you graduating Berkeley, and our humbled awareness that we're going to get a chance to co create more. For your eight, let's just say for mental health and young individuals in the United States and in the world, 
do you have intentions you'd like to shout out to the world with your music and your art and any events that you're going to do on your own and that we'll do together with others and what we want to attract and what you want to attract? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I think my intention really is to kind of, for my music to be um, some sort of like documentation or like just me kind of writing down my own process. Um, and again, my intent is not to communicate that I am by any means at my best. Um, and this year has actually been a pretty, It's been, there's been a lot of ups and downs. I've had some of my darker moments actually this year where I felt like, and it felt very ironic that I had chosen the name Emily at best, um, even though that was never, you know, the intention was is that I'm at my best, but it felt very, you know, I was like, well, I feel like I'm Emily at worst. Um, and, you know, it's, it's honestly kind of become a joke or something funny in my life. Um, but yeah, it's just, you know, I, it's my own way of kind of laying out what I've been through and what I am going through. And I think that when I hear about and learn about what other people have been through and how they've gotten through that, it helps me kind of figure out how I'm going to go about my own things. Um, and so, yeah, I hope that my, I mean, my intention is to help other people in their own processes of healing. Um, and whether that's, you know, through music or whatever, um, that is what I would like to communicate with my songs that I write. That's beautiful. Thank you. I feel like the biggest intention I would have is to stay on the path that I'm at right now, but have like humbled awareness that I get to co-create with you and develop things. But I love that authenticity. I feel like we could share this right now. There was a time when you mentioned something about your own doubts about how much you can contribute to Ascension Media and you were going through one of those darker moments. And then I told you, cause sometimes if people look at all that I'm doing, they think I always have it figured out and that I don't have tough times. And I'd done a really short show called the self-love tour, which I think I'm going to do an update self-love tour part two. <laughs> Can you share a little bit how you were feeling that day? And then our own vulnerability and our own mental wellness and, and just trying to have better days, each of us and not always having it all figured out. Yeah, I remember that day. I was just my my mental health wasn't super great and I and I felt like I it was harder for me to work on the ascension pro projects that are so based around mental health and and taking care of yourself and I and I felt like I wasn't necessarily walking the talk. But then, you know, I, I realized that that's still a part of the process. You know, everybody's going to have days where they don't feel that great and their mental health is suffering a bit. Um, but that doesn't mean that, you know, you're not still trying. Um, and it, yeah, it, again, it is, it's just part of the process. And in order to ascend, you have to start from a point that is lower than where you want to be. So I recently 
and this is going to be something that's like next level other sentient being, but I've been meeting new humans, new energy beings, and had a very evolved discussion that all feeling states carry equal energy, even though they don't feel like it, that feelings and words, thoughts, and actions carry energy, and that every feeling state is a creative opportunity. And when that was said, I just love that because it's the same concept in parallel process. And I said to this individual, I said, well, do you like Ascension experiences? Because I was talking about the project we're working on for the children. <laughs> and um, the, be- the, the individual said, yes, I like that. So I feel like with this being the Creative Mind series and us being vulnerable about feeling states and art and creativity and what you just shared, that every thought, word, and action carries a frequency and that energy can be used, whether it's sad energy, angry energy, betrayal energy, happy energy, and that takes us to the next moment. And I feel like you've alchemized so much through your creative arts that I know that there was the, there's vulnerable days for you and for me, but I feel like it's so neat when we can like we can express it and share it with others. And then I feel like it it almost invites someone else to go more vulnerable and deeper. And I feel like the more vulnerable we are, the more deeper we can be with our own self love and inspiring others. Definitely, definitely, and that's kind of why I decided that I was just going to start releasing my music. Um, and for me, like writing and producing is what I really love to do. I release my music more because it's like a fun thing for me. Um, I have never been like a huge performer. I enjoy playing music for people. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I wanted to share my experiences and, and yeah, I think I also, I used to like when I was young and even up until I was like in college, I really never, ever cried. And I remember like when I would be saying just experiences that I had where, you know, my friends would all be crying and they were like, what's wrong with you? Like, why are you crying? I really never felt I, that I was able to cry. Um, and I held a lot in. And recently in the past, I would say like two to three years, I've really found it's interesting to say but joy in crying and that even when I do feel really sad, it's, it is such a beautiful thing to just feel all of your emotions. And I think that's been the biggest change that I've made in the past year too. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's really, it is a beautiful thing to be able to hone into that sadness and kind of find out where it's coming from. And for me, I'm grateful to have music as an outlet because, you know, even when I experience something that's really upsetting or I feel really sad, I'm like, well, at least, you know, I could write a song about this or make it into something um, that I think makes it a bit worth it. Um, but it is always worth it. Um, I well, I I feel like in the time that I've known you in this earth lifetime, I feel like now this is almost like this exciting if we were on stage and then the curtains opening (laughs) and then there's like a little ship that we get to go on. And like, it's like a healing journey. It's a creative journey. It's a vulnerable journey. So I just want to thank you because you're, you're, when I said to you, what do you want your title to be? It was, that's another way of co-creating and inviting what words sound good to you. And I love creative developer because we're all creating and 
it doesn't put you in a box. It gives you that freedom, freedom that all your emotions are okay, all the different art you can do. And it just, I just want to thank you because you came up with your own title. And I also want to thank you and Bev because I feel like we've held sacred space for one another. And if we were to really look back, I feel like we've held a different type of co-creation where it was allowed, it was, it's been a, to me, a very healing co-creation. Definitely. Definitely. And I, I've learned a lot in the process. Well, thank you so much for today. So I'm excited. Thank you for coming aboard and continuing to be aboard. And I'm excited to interview you and Joshi. Um, so that's going to be great. And then I'm excited for you to come to LA or you're coming in July, right? Yes, I'm going to be there for about five days in July, and then I'm moving back in September. Okay, and thank you in advance. I want to set the intention out loud in this show of with your vision and creativity and vulnerability of you and I coming together and creating greater sense of community in person and off community in ways I can be of service you know, with my mental health background, but also with the creative ideas and creative spirits. I want to thank you in advance for helping me to set up greater healing communities. However, we end up creating together. I just, I'm like, I'm like humbled by it. Me as well. And I'm, I'm really excited for everything that is to come and is happening now. Okay. Well, where can everyone find your music and more about you? Um. So my artist name, which you can find me on all streaming platforms, um, and my music is available for download through iTunes. Um, my artist name is Emily at Best, and that is my Instagram handle, if you just add an underscore after that. Um, and yes, and also TikTok. I do have TikTok. I don't use it that much now, but... I'm working on it. <laughs> oh, I'm smiling. I feel like you and I can set some TikTok goals. I'm not on it yet for July. <laughs> so, okay. Well, thank you so much. And everyone, um, more to come. Congratulations, Emily, on your graduation. I'm looking forward to seeing you. And thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.